This is the Cash Valley Real Estate Podcast. Today's guest on the show is Gifford Baugh of Advanced Title. For those of you that don't know Gifford, he's the branch manager at Advanced Title, um, and it's located at the Clock Tower Plaza, for those of you that are local. Um, And what Advanced Title does is they handle any real estate settlement, title, closing, escrow sort of needs. So they close on residential and commercial real estate transactions, including land transactions. So they also have offices in Bountiful, Cottonwood Heights, and Utah County. And Gifford, he has 20 years of experience in title and escrow, and he has another six years experience as a licensed realtor for even before that. So I think that he is well known for his experience, his great communication, creative thinking, hard work, and honestly, his integrity. So Gifford's a husband and father to three children. He loves sports, and his current favorites right now are tennis, golf, pickleball, and basketball. He's got his master's in business administration, and he speaks Spanish fluently, which helps a lot of customers here in Cache Valley. So I'm excited to have him on the podcast. How are you doing, Gifford? Good. How are you doing? Doing pretty good. So for listeners who aren't super familiar with what a title company does, can you tell us just a little bit more about that? Sure. Yeah. Title company, uh, I always worry when I talk to people about a title company because I just, you know, I, I think some people think it's really boring. Um, the, in general, a title company does, we research uh, property titles, research the transactions, make sure that deeds get transferred property, make sure the money gets transferred property. So, in, you know, my, when I, when I, talk to my kids they just think I push papers all day but uh, we do a lot of that but in in general we're we're trying to make sure that that the property that people get that they are able to enjoy that property without any interest of anybody else and so the background research is a lot of that the title search um, county records those type of things we handle all the paperwork in the transaction. Most of the time, lenders will send us their information and we'll get the signatures from the sellers and the buyers. So we handle the paperwork, the notary. We handle the money in the transaction. So mm-hmm. funds from a lender come to us, funds from a buyer. You know, we pay off the liens on the property because we're the ones insuring uh, and that that property is clear and for that new, for that new buyer. And, uh, and so that's, in general, that's what we do. Cool. But. What in the first place? So you were a real estate agent before you started working in title. What led you to become a real estate agent, and why did you make that switch to title? I grew up in the real estate field. My dad was a real estate agent. Um, he, he had Colo Banker Baugh, you know, back in the day. Um, he actually started, his dad was a real estate agent. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of... Kind of That's in the blood. Cool. Um, Three generations. Yeah, cool. if, if, to be honest with you, I served a mission in Venezuela. I came back and and needed a job, so I was his assistant. You know, when I was a kid, I was pounding posts into corners for developments and stuff. So I was always around it, putting up yard signs for Century Twenty One. You know, mm-hmm. when I was younger, and and then when I came back off my mission, I uh, I 
met my wife and wanted to get married, but thought if I was going to talk to my father-in-law, I need to be gainfully employed. So, <laughs> so, uh, so I thought uh, being an, an assistant to, to a real estate agent wasn't going wasn't gonna to cut it. So I went out and got my license and uh-huh. um, got married. And, and cool. that's been, you know, like you said, I can't believe that's 26 years ago. But, uh-huh. How long did you have your uh, license before you proposed? Man, I had my license. Uh, I had my license. Pretty sure I had it after I proposed. Was it? So, gotcha. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure I got it after that. But so I'm sure all the inter-complicated um, parts of title, you get all sorts of good stories. Do you have any good stories or horror stories about title that anybody might be interested in hearing about? Man, I think most of the crazy transactions that I've been involved in or heard about, a lot of them deal with trusts. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a little more complicated than your everyday buyer-to-seller transaction. Um, but I think the one off the top of my head that, that still has me shaking my head was, <laughs> was one here locally. Um, a guy, his, his wife had passed away. They had the property in their trust. And it was an old trust. They'd lived in the home for forever. And they ended up, uh, when she passed away, uh, several years later, he got remarried. And uh, sometimes as those things go, the kids didn't necessarily like the new wife. Uh, shoot. And so they, but the husband and his new wife lived together for a while and and many, many years. And, and they ended up creating a new trust and he had multiple properties in the valley and they needed most of those into the new trust and but it happened that that the home that they lived in had gotten refinanced but then needed back to the old trust Mm -hmm. and so when he passed away the new wife went to to sell it and we're getting ready to close on it and ask for a copy of the trust and they sent us over a copy of the new trust and we said no this is not the one that's on title we need a copy of the old trust well the old trust the new trust the trustee for that trust was the new wife oh no but the old trust the the one the house was in that they wanted to sell the successor trustees for that after the dad died were the kids Uh uh-huh and so she's living in the home there's a loan on the home in her name Mm -hmm. but the title to the property is in a so the kids own the property, but she's paying the mortgage. So, well, the trust owns the property, but the kids oh, are in, con- in control of that trust. Mm-hmm. And this was back in, you know, after 08, you know, values and stuff weren't super good. And there was a little bit of equity in the property, not a ton, but there was a little bit in it. And But that that was a transaction that ended up not closing no. because the the kids decided that that they would rather have the new wife get foreclosed on by the bank then even split the equity in the property so oh my gosh so, um, it, so to me i mean it just is one of those things that it it matters you know who's on title it, it matters you know trust there's there's things with title that just get more complicated mm-hmm. you know people will call me all the time hey do i need to get title insurance do i need to even go through a title company what can i just get a deed and hand a check to the to the seller and you know all those 
Well, those things can happen. There's just a lot of moving parts in a real estate transaction. And for most people, it's their biggest investment. Mm-hmm. And you know, title insurance is a one-time fee that they pay. Um, but there's can be a lot of heartburn, heartbreak that they avoid <laughs> by having you know an expert do it. How often does that sort of stuff happen? Is that just like a once a year thing, or? I think in general, I mean, every file, I, I like to say, you know, every file has a story. Mm-hmm. From the search side to the closing side, and it seems like hardly any of those are the same. Mm-hmm. Every transaction is a little bit, has its own unique details. There are very few of them that are identical, you know, on a, even on refinance transaction, there's, mm-hmm. you know, there's judgments, tax liens. I, I would say a majority of the files have something that can go wrong with it. Yeah. And so it just you know, makes you be on your toes all the time. It makes you be really careful and, and looking at things and wanting to have really good people around you. Yeah. Helping you with it. Um, you can tell me if I'm wrong about this, but... I feel like a lot of work that title companies end up getting are probably referrals from like real estate agents and like mortgage companies, that sort of a thing. Correct. Um, I'm just curious, how do you go about building a title business and get people to send you referrals and just even creating, having people know who you are in the community? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, it's a good question. Uh, it's one, I mean, when I started... With advanced title, there's you know I was coming out from real estate and um, there was I think probably four of us there and I was the only full time one, mm-hmm. just a small office and so you know trying to build it up and I to be honest with you I probably thought it was gonna be easier than. Than it was. It, <laughs> yeah. it was. Don't we all? Yeah. It was hard going. I thought, hey, well, I've been a real estate agent. I know lots of real estate agents in the valley. Mm-hmm. Um, but in general, I don't know. I mean, we are very blessed here in Cache Valley to have really good title companies. Good. Um, we do splits with, or where they close, you know, buyer side, we close the seller side. We do those most every day. We're mm-hmm. doing a split with a different title company. And, and here in Cache Valley, it just they have really good people. People are do a good job. They're good to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely a blessing. And as we get outside the valley, it's not it's a so much. Harder. You, get, you get a little more cutthroat, a little more uh, maybe antagonistic. But but uh, so I, you know, and I can't tell you for the other title companies in the valley just how they've grown their businesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, as I look around at them, I've definitely looked up to to them and tried to do it similar ways. I know for me. Really, the way that I've tried to grow advanced title is just giving good service, just taking care of people every day, taking care of them like you'd want to take care of your own family members. Yeah. And really do a good job with them. Communication's a big key. I mean, I remember being a real estate agent. There's a lot of times that if it, if a file might not be able to fund the next day, but if it could get closed, everyone just slept better. Mm-hmm. And I knew that feeling as a real estate agent, and so I kind of brought that over. You know, I started the title company. When I started working for Advanced Title, it was there before me. But mm-hmm. just the fact we did, we do, 
did a lot of late closings and we you know still do and um more than anything i just you know i, I guess i kind of sympathize with those people who are you know trying to get something done even on a friday night or a late uh, night yeah um, luckily i have a really patient wife I know the end of the month's always crazy for you guys over there. and It's, it's always nuts. Everybody's wanting to push their last couple of things out or get into their new home and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, yeah. But just that just that customer service is really mm-hmm. how we try to build it and taking care of people. And, and it's worked out. Cool. And, and Cash Valley's growing. Um, it's, there's, yeah. There's, uh, there's a lot of title companies in town, but there's, there's enough around for all of us. And like I said, we work together and... It's just a great business to work in. That's such a cool thing you're saying that. I've had multiple different people, and a lot of them have been real estate agents, but they've said exactly what you say, is there's enough work to go around. Yes, there's a lot of real estate agents. Yes, there's a lot of these, but it's not as cutthroat as a lot of people make it out to be. So that's that's cool that we're hearing that from the title side too. This might be backpedaling just a little bit, but you were a real estate agent for, was it six years? Six years. Six mm-hmm. years. So what, what had you make the switch over to the title side? Were you just looking for something different or just something you weren't caring for being an agent? I'd, I'd uh, gotten, just gotten my master's mm-hmm. while, while I was going to school. I got my bachelor's in business administration in Spanish, and then I got my master's in my MBA from Utah State. And mm-hmm. So I was looking to do something with that. Okay. And most of the jobs that I was looking for took me out of the state. Oh, gotcha. And my father-in-law had passed away several years before, and so uh, we lived close to my mother-in-law and, and really enjoyed that relationship, and my wife didn't necessarily want to to, to move away, and, and I didn't either. My, my my parents are here, and and so I, I love Cache Valley. I wanted to raise family here, and and so I was looking for things that would keep me here, and that was one of them. And um, one day I got a call from the owner asking me if I'd like to come manage. Oh, so they reached out to you. Manage this title company. and Cool. And uh, the rest is history. What What makes you passionate about doing title? I love, I like the legal side of it. Uh-huh. I like the detail side of it. Is that just how your brain kind of works? I think so. The, yeah. the social side of it I really like. Um, it's a little different than real estate. In real estate... I remember you're building your relationships with people as you show them homes. Mm-hmm. And it's not like today. I mean, <laughs> today there's today. 30 homes on the market. You know, you say, well, we got these two homes in your price range. You know, take your pick. Uh-huh. Uh, when I started, it was, it was always you'd offer ten to 30000 below asking price. <laughs> and, and it, you know, now it's going the other direction. Yeah. But you might be showing someone... 20 homes or 30 homes because there were 600 homes on the market and a bunch of them in the price range and you're trying to narrow it down because to get what they want and, mm-hmm. and so but over that time you build that relationship with those individuals and and you do a good job for them you help them out and then they came back to you yeah and you ended up doing stuff with them a couple years later and helping out family members and and those relations those people became your friends yeah and became my friends and and I really like that part of it. On the title side, it's a little different. Most of our, like you mentioned, most of our business comes from real estate agents and mm-hmm. lenders. And so those, those relationships are the ones that get built up. You know, hmm. you, those, the people we work with you know, become your friends. And even, I, to be honest with you, even the, even the people in the industry 
in the other title companies. You know, you respect them and they become your friends. You've worked with them enough times that mm-hmm. that uh, it's it's really a great place to work. And so I, I like that. I like the social side of it. You, in far as the clients, some of them you, you you only get to see for half hour, forty five minutes during your closing, out, yeah, and you don't see them. But but most most of the time, there's a good percentage of those that you see again in the future. And being able to truly help someone and make a difference, and particularly for the agents, you know, you do a good job for their client. It's a great experience. Well, that's more referrals for them, and that those relationships just just build over time. So yeah, I'm sure. Just after doing this for so long, you you can't go to the grocery store without seeing somebody. You know. Huh? Yeah, my my kids don't like to go to the store with me. <laughs> you always end up talking to people. I I end up talking with. <laughs> so. But good. I love it. That's kind of that's the way my dad is. He's He's better at it than I am, but uh, mm-hmm. but I I just love people. So I'm always curious: Are there any books that you're reading right now, or books that you've read that have really shaped your life or how you live life day to day? Yeah, I'd say uh, the book I'm reading. I think the book that I've read that really has affected my life, maybe more than any, is uh, it's a book by Clayton Christensen. Um, Clayton Christensen, How Will You Measure Your Life? Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that book. I just picked up that book, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've started it before but didn't uh-huh. finish it. But yeah, very good book. Yeah, really good book. Um, in fact, there's a, there's a quote in there that I have on my phone that I think really... He's, he's talking about life strategy. Mm-hmm. And he says, uh, your, strat- your stated strategy isn't the one shaping your life unless it's where you're putting your resources. Your energy, time, and money. So I think we all try to map our, okay, this is my life strategy. This is what I want to do. But uh, that has really affected me because, you know, it, it makes me reevaluate, okay, where am I spending my time? Mm-hmm. I, you know, I consider myself uh, someone who's a family man who, you know, I love my kids. I love chasing their sports or activities uh-huh. or whatever they're doing. I got two boys up at Utah State. and. Uh, my daughter's 14 right now and, you know, playing soccer. I love watching her play and hanging out with my wife. But I find myself sometimes getting, like all of us, getting caught up with work, getting caught up with other things. And it's it's a book that I go back to because it just helps me reevaluate what's important to me, what's what's the most important, and then using the criteria of, well, okay, where, I say this is the most important, mm-hmm. but where am I putting my energy where did I put my energy this week? Where did I put my time? And where did I put my money? Huh. And and as as I go back and do that, most of, a lot of times I have to make course corrections. So. Yeah, but it just helps me helps me be better. Cool. No, that's that's excellent. I'm glad you brought that up. And then the book, uh, the book that I'm reading right now, that I'm rereading it. Um, it's it's a book called Standing for Something. I've never heard of it. It's, it's actually by Gordon B. Hinckley. Oh, so, cool. But he just talks about 10 virtues that are getting lost in society. And again, just trying to keep me in line with uh, just what your values what's, are. What yeah. my values are, what's important to me, and am I growing in those areas to try to you know, be the person I really want to be. So. Cool. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. What do you see happening with Cash Valley Real Estate in the next five years? I, it's, 
If I was going to give a short answer, I'd say mm-hmm. we're growing. Yeah. I mean, the you know statewide, we were oh, a couple years behind supply and demand before mm-hmm. COVID came, and I think COVID just made everyone realize just what an awesome place Utah is to live. Yeah. And Cache Valley, I think, is a gem in Utah. Mm-hmm. You know, we got so much around us, the mountains and lakes and just it's a beautiful place to be and it's there's a lot of community there's a lot of you know people caring about each other and still we're getting bigger but still some of that small town values and feel and and people watching out for each other looking out for each other and so i i think cash valley's growing i think as the wasatch front grows cash valley will grow more and more and Mm-hmm. And I think we've really noticed an influx of people moving from out of state, other places. They can work wherever they want to, and so, you know, if they can live in Cache Valley and enjoy that that lifestyle, and then yeah. why not? Yeah. Have you guys been hiring like crazy to keep up with it, or just yeah, it, running your people crazy? I would for some of both. Yeah. The title takes a has a long lead time to train. I'm sure it does, yeah. It's, uh, you can't just hire someone and plug them in. And and so we run into, you know, people are working a lot, and then you're also trying to hire new people. And and it's it's a good industry. It has been stressful the last couple years. And so it's, there's always a, you're always looking for good people. Yeah. I, I totally get what you're saying. I started um, in the mortgage industry two years ago when all the refinances were starting, and it was just so busy. And I was just gonna. They just told you, "Sorry, we're gonna throw you to the wolves if you sink. You're it's sink or swim. Take yeah. it or leave it. You know, we'll see how you do." Yeah. So I totally get that. You pick up the crumbs and learn what you can, and yeah, keep going. So, what advice would you give to somebody who's starting in the real estate industry in general? It would be uh, be connected. Mm-hmm. Uh, the more that you can get connected with other people in the industry, with uh, your sphere of influence. I mean, the real estate industry is really a people industry, mm-hmm. and and so if you can have those connections already, it makes it a lot easier for you. If not, you have to figure out a way to make those connections. Gotcha. To, Build a build a team around you so you have good people that you can trust and 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 also to find out how to you know nowadays some of those connections are online you can build some of those but some of the best connections are still face to face and and so if if you want to be successful in the real estate industry you got to be able to connect with people cool. and find out what they need and find out how to fill that need and be a if you can do that, then you know you'll be successful. And also, I guess the other one would be just to find out how to do a good job for people. Mm-hmm. Be an expert in your field because there's a lot of lenders, there's a lot of real estate agents, there's a lot of title companies. If you can be really good at what you do, you'll be successful. You know, you'll stand out. You'll move to the top. And then you got to be Cash Valley. Well, if you're asking this, this question for just Cash Valley, mm-hmm. you know, Cash Valley is a small enough town. 
that um, you got to take care of people. You, know, you got you, you to treat them like you want to be treated because you're going to run in and re- run into them at the grocery store. You're going to run into them at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. And, and so you always want to be able to take care of people so that next time you run into them. It's going to be a pleasant experience. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're shaking their hand and they're telling you thanks and you're telling them thanks. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's so it's, that, that's how you, I think, how you be successful in the real estate industry here in Cache Valley. How can people connect with you? Uh, the best place is probably just at the my office there. Okay. Um, can, they can always email me. It's Gifford at advancedtitlelogan.com. But best probably call the office, you know, 435-787-0800. I am, it probably goes, I'm not the best uh, online connector in terms of you know those social <laughs> media uh-huh. outlets part of it goes back to the to kind of what we were talking about before in terms of where I put my resources and time mm-hmm. and I'm more of a social talk to you person get to know you that's that's, I love that's it. my best way to connect but uh, yeah if, if someone had a question or, or had a you know, wanted to know more about something, that would be the best way to connect with me is pick up the phone and I'll get to know you. You can get to know me a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's the best way to do business. Good. I love it. Well, thanks for taking the time to be on the podcast. Do you have any last words for any listeners to the podcast at all? I just, this is a great industry. I, I got into it, like I said, 26 years ago, and it's been a huge blessing to to my family, obviously, there's times that are stressful and hard. We've been through 08 and a lot of those down times and a lot of the good times. But it's a great industry to be in. And owning your own home, uh, owning your own property, that's a great way to to build a life and to build wealth. And and so I, you know, definitely supporter of that. But good. Well, again, thanks for taking the time. I appreciate you sitting down with me and doing this. Now you're welcome. You've been great to work. Be well.